Hello. Hello, y'all. So we just wanted to say we just recorded this episode. It's on red flags, and it's honestly iconic. So we decided to release it ahead of our life update episode. Mm -hmm. So if you hear us talking about the episode where we do life updates and talk about dating, that is coming soon. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Monday? Monday. But yeah, there's a lot more coming. We have an episode on Monday already, Mm -hmm. but this is honestly one of the best ones we've probably ever recorded. And enjoy. Yes. Sit down with your ego. Hey. Hello. We're coming to you right after we just recorded. This is going to be like a bonus episode. Yes. Because we're kind of just vibing. Right now, yeah, we're really feeling the podcasting energy. We are, and you know, this episode is very important because it's been a big hot topic. Yeah, it has been. Any guesses, Ash? <laughs> it's red flags, red flags, and green flags, and green flags. We're gonna we're gonna put our own spin on mm-hmm. it, which is a lot of the times when I see podcast episodes like this, it's like, what gives you the egg? What are red flags? Which we're gonna talk about. But we're also going to talk about, okay, so if that's the red flag, what's the green flag? Mm. Because if I feel like you got to think about what you do want, not just yeah, what you want. Exactly. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of red flags on these streets. There's so many. But we have a second kombucha to help us go through them. Yes, cheers, Ash. <laughs> cheers. Shout out to Nova. We made a whole list. We're not going to do song, social, horoscope in this because we literally just did it in the previous episode, which mm-hmm. if you haven't listened... Go listen to that one. Thank you. Um, but we're really just going to get into it. Yeah. Um, because you know what? I think this has been a long-awaited episode. This is questions that we get all the time anyway. It's been a long time coming. Exactly. And I think it's things that we need to cover because if those flags are beaming red, you need to leave. Do not waste your time. Alrighty. If you see a red flag, get out. Bounce. <laughs> get out. So let's get into it. So... What's our first one, Rach? Our red flag, the first one. If all of his homies are hoes. Yes. Then what's your man? <laughs> Let me know. I feel like that really speaks for itself. Oh my goodness. Like, then you, what's your man? What's that like famous quote that's like, the you are a reflection of like your five best mm-hmm. friends or something like that? It's like, that is true yep. for a reason. Yep. So if the guy you're talking to is in, he has zero friend, like all of his friends are hosts. Fatting and bopping. You know what you need to know. Thank you. And you can move on. And you know what? And I, I want to give the benefit of the doubt. Your man could be a saint. He could be so committed to you. But what happens? But. On a boy's night. We need to know what's going on. I want to feel comfortable laying in bed and not worried what your friends are going to put you in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that goes into our next thing with a red flag is if you're with someone who is not at least correcting or confronting their friends about their hoation. Yeah, this is something I put on there because I don't, I think like, okay, we, me and Rich are like, if we know about something, we don't get involved. No. But, because we're not friends with the guy. Yeah, yeah. However. I don't owe them shit. I do think if a guy is messing around behind his girlfriend's back, or if he's just, like, treating a girl wrong that he's talking to, I'm not saying that his friends need to go talk to the girl and warn her. They need to talk to the guy. Mm. Because if it was your friend, you would call them out and be like, in a kind way. Yes, yeah. Be like, hey, I don't think this is maybe the way to go about this. But, like, if... 
if you're talking to a guy who knows that his friends are like cheating or messing people around and he sees it as like, oh, that's their issue or I don't really care. It doesn't really affect me. No. No. I would at least want to know that it bothers him. Give your girl the self-assurance to know that you are the good one. Yes. And then reevaluate your group. Yeah, and then reevaluate <laughs> your group because that's toxic energy. That is toxic energy. It is. So I guess like, okay, so the green flag of those two to me would be a guy who is like, has friends who mm-hmm. like have healthy relationships. Healthy relationships and you know, this like is a, not about what the friend's career is like. No. This is not what the friend may portray to you. This is real facts of this friend is honest, is as loyal as they yeah. can be, and who cares about the person that they're with. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's a commitment. Yeah. So even if this friend is a pastor, you know what? Things do happen. <laughs> so, you know, just always take that into account of how your man operates through that. Yeah. And you know what? That goes vice versa, too. Girls, we're calling you out. We are, we are. Although, I do want to pinpoint, just because less. someone goes to the club does not make them a hoe. No, no. They can no. have fun and do their own thing and still be single and have their legs closed. Thank you. I think the big one here, and because I've literally witnessed this happen, mm-hmm. is when you are talking to somebody or you are fully dating someone, and guys tell the girls they're talking to a lot of stuff. So they're going to tell you, like, oh, I actually, you know, he's actually, like, did this, he cheated, da 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 and then if you ask them, like, well, did you talk to him about mm-hmm. it? And that answer is anything other than yes. Mm-hmm. I would really consider that situation. Yeah. And I think <laughs> it's a red flag if someone's low-key even bringing it up. Because I'm like, if you yeah. haven't talked to that with homeboy, then you are but telling I'm just me saying, that you it's think in it's their nature to bring it up. <laughs> that's true. That's and true. I'm like, if you're bringing it up, you better have talked to them about it. Yeah. That's my, that's my red flag. Agreed. And I think it's a good red flag that everyone should take note of. Thank you very much. All right, so our next red flag, Ash, is guys who label relationship behavior as simpy. So Ash specifically said this, and I agree with this. Yes. Because I think when a guy becomes really in, like, into a girl and her, you know, actually, nice to her. Yes. All of a sudden, they're like, bro. You're such a simp. What's wrong? Yeah. Nothing. He's in love. And let me just say, this is nobody's fault but the patriarchy. Yes. No, I'm I'm kind of joking, but kind of not. It is like a reflection of the fact that like it's seen as like weak for guys to mm-hmm. treat girls well. So I would say like just watch right. out for that. Yep. And like I don't know. Gets uncomfortable with love. Yeah. If a guy really thinks that it's a sign of weakness to be nice to you, big red flag. And I know. That there are girls out there who love to think they can change men. Oh. You're not going to change that. Baby girl, you can't change a damn no. thing. You can't. No. And I would take, like, I don't know. I personally think it's like, it's not simpy. They're just being nice to Yeah. You. There is simp shit. I'm not going to lie. There obviously. <laughs> but we're talking about, like, everybody knows this. Yeah. Like, everybody don't knows me in the rain. Yeah. That's a lot. No. But everybody <laughs> knows those groups of guys where, like, if one of the guy literally did one nice thing for his girlfriend, they're all like, oh, my God, can't believe you. Like, da 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 Yeah. And, like, part of the time that's a joke and that's fine. But then mm-hmm. sometimes they're dead serious. And, and that's not the cool. time they're dead serious. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a red flag because we think a man should hone into their feelings and if that's how you feel for your significant other, that's how you need to voice that. Express it. Yeah. That's how you voice that. Make them know that they are seen and that you love them and, you know, cater to that. That's the number one. So that's the green flag. 
And then, so, yeah. If That's we're thinking flag. about, like, okay, what's a green flag is someone who's not making you pull mm-hmm. emotion out of them. Yes. Like, you don't need to chase down validation. Right. They're giving it to you. Tug of war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I feel like that happens too often where it's, like, you're having to seek validation from a guy you're talking to. And it should not be that way. No. They should just be giving it to you because mm-hmm. that's healthy. Because <laughs> let me say one thing. You are a prize. Exactly. And they need to know that. And they should be making you aware of it Thank you. and reminding you of it. Yes. Of like how fucking awesome you are. Mm-hmm. So the flip side of that whole guys who don't like to simp is guys who validate you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I like without that. needing to be prompted. Yes. They don't need you to like look for it or ask a certain question. Mm-hmm. They just do it. Yep. Thank you. And I whatever like way works for them because some guys are not super like verbal. Some and that's guys okay. Do by like acts of service or gifts, whatever it is. Gifts, flights. <laughs> Fine dining. <laughs> but you're going to know your person. Yeah. So whatever their way is, they should show you. Exactly. <laughs> Only me. How many times is Rach going to say flights? I know. <laughs> Fly me out. But, um, so anyway, next, next on flag. our red flag is guys who use socials more than you. And if you are using it more than Rachel Ajayi, that's an issue. If your stories are longer than mine, okay, we need to regroup. For me, <laughs> we have a slight difference on this. We For do. me, I don't want them on socials at all. Yeah, it's Ash like a weird. Ghosts. I have a type that I really do. I have historically gone for and continue to go for guys who just aren't even on the map with social media. And honestly, I love that for me. I really do. So one thing I will be okay with them having is Twitter, but not in a way where they tweet. Mm. They just have it to like look at funny shit. Look at things, yeah. That to me is funny because like I use Twitter a lot that way, so I feel like I can then send them shit. Right. I don't want them on Instagram. Yeah. And it's not like a possessiveness thing. It's literally just a type. Like I've just always been drawn to the guys that are like so offline. I'm screaming. (laughs) I see for me, it's the opposite. If I I do not mind my man on socials, it helps me to creep like before I actually like get to know you more. Give me a photo or two. At least have some tagged photos. I want to make sure you're real. But I will say I would prefer my man having Instagram over Snapchat. Yes. Only. It's easier to streamline. Yeah. can be easily deleting stuff. But I do, and this goes into my subcategory, I am okay with my guy using socials. I am not okay with him using Snapchat heavy. That can yeah, not that be was, your only form of social. That media. was another red flag was if Snapchat is their number one social or yeah. their number one app, as it is for many people. Many. That's a red flag. Yeah. I don't even use Snapchat anymore, but... My girlies, I've heard many, multiple stories of, um, you know, men reaching out to them on Snapchat, deleting 24 hours, having a whole wife, having a whole girl, whatever it is, but everything is streamlined because it's so sneaky and shady and you can delete that account so quick. So for me, because of that, I'm always like, "Mm, that's Mm. not sitting well with my spirit. So I would say that that is a red flag if he uses Snapchat more than Instagram. In my opinion. For me personally. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I literally want somebody who's like sitting by a fire, reading a book, (laughs) has never even heard of Instagram. Instagram? What is it? Like, I actually did go out with somebody exactly like that one time. Oh my God. Never has a person been harder to contact. I was thriving. Yeah. Like thriving. Ash was like, this is what we need. It but, didn't work out, but it right. wasn't because of that. Like, that was probably the number one thing about them. 
Yeah, I don't know why. And I think it's because I use social a lot that I'm like, okay, I have like, I don't want someone completely removed from it, but I just want someone to have like a good balance. Mm. But like, I get what you mean though, but like, it's preferred that you just don't have socials. Yeah, I just yeah. don't, I just don't want it. I don't, don't care for it. I know. I completely agree with that. And actually. I use socials. I'm yeah. not like on them a lot, mm. but I use them. I don't post that much. Right. But I'm like on socials. So it's not that I like hate social media. Right. It's just for me, that's a no. So big green flag for me is if a guy looks at me and it's like actually I don't Take have my an number. In- I actually don't have an Instagram. <laughs> let me just give me let me just give you my number. I'm like, oh my gosh. You're like, ooh, yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> Literally, shout out to my current boyfriend for having no socials. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, going into the next one, I have a whole theory about this. I'm gonna get into really quickly. What's the the fire emoji <laughs> is the equivalent of a single man's hard eyes. I don't make the rules. This is just facts from my research. Mm. If he is heavily using fire emojis on other females' posts, when the post is seductive, that might be implying. This is not, I find your content fire. This is, I want you, fuck you. Yeah, Sorry. that's true. That's true. And it happens most... It only means one thing. Thank you. And it happens most with men who happen to be taken because they feel less, you know, yeah. cheaterish oh with hard eyes. You're so It's so right. true. That is the actual hallmark yeah. of a guy in a relationship trying to slide into DMs is the fire emoji. That is the... What's fire about the right pri- That is a primary usage. <laughs> that is a primary usage of that emoji. Yep. And if they're using it, be suspicious. Very suspicious. Be suspicious. And also to double down on that, if you post a post and they are commenting with on the your fire post, emoji. no, no, through your DMs. Oh no, no, no. Now that right there, that's some shady sir, shit. Sir, turn back to your wife. Comment Thank you in so public. Much. Comment in public. If they're commenting in your DMs, my automatic question is, why can't you post? Yeah. It and I ask it I'm like yeah. oh thank you I would love another comment under my picture what the hell are you doing DMing me absolutely do better absolutely but that is an automatic red flag because who are you hiding from I'm private mm. <laughs> say it again Mike. thank you <laughs> what's our next one alright the next one and I think these are all very, like, these, I, are, real. these are great ones, these honestly. These are so real. So this is, I'm going to have Ash take it over a little bit, but the next one is a one came to her heart. If you still have the vernacular of a frat guy and you were 27. Oh, okay. What's going on? Hear me out. All right. I'm not going to lie about our age as much as we'd love to be 22. We're 24. <laughs> and in my opinion, you should not be two years out of college and still speaking like you live in a frat house. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. It doesn't make for good conversation. The only reason that that worked in college is because everybody was drunk. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to have a normal conversation with somebody when you still talk like you know five words? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's a big one for me. It is a big one. I'm not like, I'm, I feel like that comes off as so elitist. It's more just me being like, please don't give me frat energy right. when you're 24. I don't want right. to see it. I don't want to hear it. Right. Because like, I feel like the way somebody talks to you is so indicative of their personality. Like if you guys listened to the last episode when I was talking about that dude who trapped me in a bar and started talking about running for office, he is a 28-year-old man who still talks like he's in a fraternity at whatever UMass Amherst or something oh, like that. Amherst, I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying like 
She couldn't even give him MIT, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the biggest state school, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. You must, I just assume they have big fraternities there. I literally don't even know. <laughs> but let me let me not hate on you, Maz, like that. Mizzou. <laughs> just throw out Mizzou. I'm just saying we've evolved past it. Yeah. And also, like, to be completely honest, it's not the best look. <laughs> no. Like, I'm not trying to hear of a vernacular and whatever it is. I'm not a part of that fraternity or sorority. That's the thing, too. I'm like, I wasn't in your frat. Yeah. So I don't really get it. Also, I wasn't in a sorority either, so I'm not sure what you're trying to accomplish here. And when you get out of college, you got to come up with new tricks. The same things we're get- that we're getting girls in 2015 are not going to be the same that are getting girls in 2022. Yeah, we're at a bar. with jungle juice here. Thank you. Re-up on it and figure it out. Exactly. Thanks so much. That's what I meant by that. I stand by it, and that's, that's the tea on that. <laughs> okay, the next one is... The next red flag is something we both feel very strongly about. Mm. And this is when there is, when the guy has no future plan. Oh my God. Oh I my gosh. I write an essay on this. My, y'all, my heart is pumping because it's unfortunately real life. Oh my God. You know how many men just don't know where they're going in life? Oh. And here's, okay, here's an important distinction to make. Because a lot of people are figuring their shit out, mm-hmm. Right. We have different approaches on this. My personal approach is I don't care. I don't care where you are in the plan. I just care that you have one and that you are working to execute it. I need you to be executed. Yeah. Rachel, <laughs> Rachel needs them to be at the end point. Yeah. And, and it's honestly just because for me, mentally speaking. Both are speaking, okay. Both are okay. But yeah. mentally speaking, for my headspace, I need someone who's already in that because I feel like the stage that I've already been through I just need someone to be, meet me in the middle a little bit. So I'm not expecting someone to fully form their whole business, but daily you're working to do that. I don't yeah. want to have a conversation and you're still working on the draft. That what, doesn't what make you sense say? You're not here to build a man. No, I, no. I don't do build a bear. No. At all. But I think it's like the thing where it's just like a reflection to, red flags are always a reflection of like yourself Mm -hmm. and me and Rachel are both very driven, future oriented people. Like we have a lot of plans for ourselves and we always are working consistently to execute those plans. Mm -hmm. So like, I just don't know what I would do with somebody who wasn't like that. Like it's, if that's your vibe, cool. That's not for me. And like I said, I don't care where you're at in it. You could be at the beginning. I want to know that. And I also need to see you working at it. And honestly, too, the reason why I'm even in the thought process of it, if I was in undergrad, my view and stance would be a little bit different. Yes, definitely. It's also a reflection of where we're at. Right. But I have been with someone who, unfortunately, his plans didn't go correctly. And, um... Babes didn't go to the NFL. So in that stance, you have to always have a backup plan because that experience for me was horrendous with having to deal with someone feeling so down and low. And like, even though you don't view them that way, like you can't control how someone may feel. It's always good to just have a backup plan. I feel like the level I'm at as well, I just bring too much to the table to be dealing with that at this point. Exactly. And I don't want to make someone feel uncomfortable. Part of it is knowing your worth. Yes. And like... We both mm-hmm. 
We bring a lot to the table with people. A lot. We're very, <laughs> we're just very great people. Listen, yeah. I and I don't want to hear any. You know what? You, you know when girls say that and people are like, "Oh my god, they're so mm, full of themselves." Da, 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 da. Men do this every day, yeah. and it's just called confidence. So, but we bring a lot to the table, and we're both just super motivated. So then I think that's why it would be hard to mesh with somebody who isn't on that level. Yeah, and like I feel like it's just like. It, it, the na- the nature of my personality would be to try and push that person yeah. to have a plan and to motivate themselves and right. that's not good for a relationship because it shouldn't be one person driving the other one to achieve it should be both people achieving in their own lane yes without me would you do this exactly that's always the number one question you need to always ask yourself just to state that would they have got there without driving- me yeah you cannot be someone's driving point no. As much as you want to be a main character, that is not the way to do it. Because they're not yours. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, no one's driving me to do what I do. I'm doing it because I want mm-hmm. to, and I'm motivated on my own front. So mm-hmm. if I feel like I have to be somebody else's motivation, it turns me off a little bit. Because yeah. I'm like, I need to know you would do this anyway. Oh, my God, me too. I That literally gives me, like, I that's a red flag to me. Yeah. That's actually such a red flag. Like, if, I have, if I'm someone's motivation... I'm just thinking to myself, oh, what about me motivate you? Like, I need you to be motivated on your own because I could be gone. You know what I mean? There's I feel so like many factors. I feel like it's cute if they're like, they have their plans, they're mm. doing their work, and then they're like, oh, I like that because I do this, I could do this for you. Or something like that. But you're not their motivation. Okay. Do you know what I'm you. saying? Yeah. It's like a side product like provide, of it. Yeah. And not even provide, but more like, okay, if I get this like cool opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I got you. And like that's fine. Yeah. If you're if they're like already in the process, they're doing their thing, they're self motivated, mm-hmm. and then because of that, they're able to like get like bring you somewhere cool yeah. or do something cool for yeah, you. That's cool. And they're like, I love that I can do this. Yeah. That's all good. That's different. I love that. Yeah. But they need to be doing it regardless of you being there. Or yeah, not. absolutely, absolutely. And I agree. But that's like a huge, I feel like you can tell too, that's a huge green flag for us. Mm-hmm. If some, if I feel like I love it when somebody is like passionate about their plan, they have their plan mm-hmm. and they're working on it. Yeah. And they're like either there or they're getting there and they know what they like and they know what they want to do. Yeah. I love people who have like a vision for the future. They know what they want to achieve. Right. Right. I agree. I agree. A hundred percent with that. And it's also because like. I think it's really cool to listen to people talk about things that they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, one of the most attractive things, I think, about somebody. And so I love when somebody, like, knows what they want. Yeah. And they're working on it because they can tell you about it. And that's so cool to hear. Yes. When they're work, I really love when they're working on it. Yeah. I don't want to hear some vague dreams. Vivid you, dreams. Yeah. Please. Uh-uh. I don't want to hear... Mm, can we talk... <laughs> one time I went on a date with this guy. It was a... A rapper. And he <gasps> had a dream. Oh, my. Let me just... A white rapper. Let me just throw that in there. Really oh, quickly. my. This was probably... This was their first weekend in Kansas City, Missouri. I, I would my also favorite. like to say I only went on this for the for the memes because Rachel made me do it. Yeah. But um, I, I just had to witness this. He had a dream to... What was it? He wanted to cure the the poverty issues in the Chicago school system by teaching the kids how to meditate. I was like, <laughs> y'all, this man, if there was an if there was a way to say fever dream, it was him. He like, had it, no it future plans. <laughs> wasn't his mom on a pot like what was wasn't his mom a politician? I don't know. There's too much. It was happening. like it was one of those things, it was like Rachel was saying, vivid dreams 
that one number one don't make sense <laughs> and number two you have no way of achieving i just wanted ash to keep up with this relationship so i could get studio time mm. it was really just a one-off <laughs> he's listening to this i'm sorry he's probably not. but that's a great example of vivid dreams yeah he was a weird interesting lots guy. and lots of dreams absolutely no execution also the dreams are a little diluted right honestly <laughs> A lot Honestly. Deleted. And our next red flag, because I've been seeing this so often, I see it on YouTube, I see it on podcasts, I see it on Twitter, and I see it on Instagram. The who pays debate, if someone is bringing that up to you, that is a red flag to me. Because mm. who brought you up? You don't know the answer? Yeah. The who pays. Especially, we're talking about this most of the time, but also like a big indication of this is the first date. Yes. And I was talking to Rachel about this before we recorded. I don't think that a guy needs to spend over their limit on a first date. Like, if you know you can only spend 100 mm -hmm. usually the guy picks the restaurant. So pick a restaurant that's within your price limit. Or re-navigate who you're coming up to. I'm just saying. Yeah, true. But here's the thing, right? If they have the ability to pick where you go... Mm -hmm then that means that they already know if they can pay for it or not. Right. So pick a place you can pay for. Because mm -hmm. there's nothing more awkward than going on a first date with a guy they've clearly, they either don't want to pay or they've stretched out their own limit. Yeah. And you're in this restaurant and they're asking you to split the bill. <laughs> and if it does not work out after my date, do not bring up how much you spent on this girl because you should have saved for that anyway. I think it's such an interesting topic because it there's particular men who decide to bring this up yeah. hoping that pick-me girls are going to agree for 50-50. And I'm here to say on this Sit Down With Your Ego podcast, just to humble some of y'all, we're not splitting the damn bill. No. I'm not doing it. I don't even bring my wallet. That purse is an accessory only. There's like levels to this too, like... I don't know. We could get a whole. We could get. All I don't even have this. a level to it. I. I no, I don't have. I, a, I don't have a level to it on a first date. For right. the for at least the first four to five right. dates, they need to be paying the whole thing. Yeah, I have a level to it when it comes to like if you're fully in a relationship with somebody. I am a girl who's right. okay with paying for some of the. Well, things. that's different too because that's a relationship. But most of the time, it's strictly on the first or second date that people are even yeah. bringing this up. Like. Especially if you're asking the woman out on the date, what even gives you the nerve to ha have to ask, like, do they want to split the bill? Yeah. You don't need to date then. If you are don't feel comfortable in it, and I am not money shaming anybody. That's what my point was about the money shaming right. thing is it's not a money shame. It's just saying, like, I think that guys do do this, honestly, a lot, which mm -hmm. is, like, they are like, okay, I'll take her to this restaurant knowing full well they can't afford it. And then that makes this terrible situation. Mm -hmm. And like, just chill out. Like, mm -hmm. you know how much you can spend. Right. So act accordingly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, I'm always, yeah. That's I'm okay, the thing. I'm okay it's not with money shaming. It's just saying know yourself. <laughs> I'm okay with cheddars. Not really. But I'm okay with different restaurants if you really want to take me there, I guess. Like, I'm not measuring your pockets. Like, I get it completely. I think for me, what the narrative of this topic is is to literally fish out what type of woman they can get and who they will willingly work with. Yeah. If I wanted to be a pick-me, the easiest solution would be, duh, I'm going to pay 50-50. 
no, why the hell am I going on a date then? Isn't your goal for the date to wow someone? Isn't your goal to really make an impression? You will not leave not one mark on my body, my soul, nothing if you even ask me to pay anything. And I feel like, just going to throw this out there, there's like a very, like, there's a whole group of people who are like, that's not very feminist of you. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Too bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> I don't care. No, because my feminism does not include me paying for the day. I'm s- yep. My, femini- my feminism includes me knowing how mm. lucky this man Princess is treatment to be only. in my presence. Yeah, I'm not going to be in these heels. I do think that that... I'm not going to be looking cute for you, for us to be splitting. That looks crazy. And I feel like that's like a term that like got turned on its head. Like mm. princess treatment, people used it to be like, well, like if women want da 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 like, no, I'm so sorry. Like you should be treated... Like your worth as much as you are, yeah. they should be going out of their way to do things for you, mm-hmm. to take you out to good places that you like. Like I said, we're not money shaming. No, work within your limits. No. I personally, I don't really care. I'm not a very fussy person. I yeah. think also too, everyone's different. Yeah, I'm, Asha's very like she's very. I'm so chill. She's the understanding part of this. I'm a little bit more like. <laughs> sorry, I'm a little bit more like. Oh. It's also just because of, like, the places I like to go. Yeah. I'm a little bit more of a chill person in terms of, like, if I'm going to be going out with somebody, it would probably make me, not, like, uncomfortable, but I would feel a little on edge in a super fancy restaurant. Like, for example. I feel very comfortable. (laughs) Where I'm just, like, I'm just way more of a chill person. Right, you are. I am very chill. Like, if someone wants to take me to, like, Mm -hmm. a chill restaurant or, like, a brewery for a first date, that would be so my energy. Yeah. And so that's, like, just a personal difference. No, I agree. Like, I'm... And I feel like I'm very accommodating. Like, again, most of the time, usually... The guy's picking the place, so... They know what they can do. Men, just do your research, because we do have male listeners on here. This is not a bashing of men. No. We just... That's our dating preference. Honestly, so this, is, a, this is literally advice for men. I'm yeah. so sorry. We're like, literally we're, telling you what to do. We're putting you on game, so please be taking notes, y'all, as you're listening to this, but... I do want to say this, because we are really not money shaming. I do know people are at very different points of their life, but then you need to restructure who you're approaching, in my opinion. Mm. you have to restructure and have a different game plan if you know you're not willing to shell out because if the babes is making over 90 to 100k and you're not making that amount which is okay don't make her feel that yes please know your balance yeah that's the thing too you don't want to make a girl uncomfortable by asking them like to pay for things Mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree i totally agree know your wallet yeah. You see your account every day. I know you do. And like, if, what was that show that was on, Issa did on HBO? Oh my gosh. This, uh, the Sweet Life. Sweet Life. Okay. If you Love watch Sweet Life, so good. Love that but show. they got into this because one of the girls was like, if she lived with a guy, she would expect them to pay. And yeah. I disagree with it, but I think it's fair. It's very fair. Like I disagree because I personally wouldn't expect that or I don't think I wouldn't even necessarily be okay with that. Mm-hmm. But if another girl told me they expected that, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You do you. I, I'm on the girl's side. Yeah, you can pay if you want to. <laughs> yeah, You don't have to pay rent. Like, if you're not going to ask me, I'm not going to offer. I'm just going to be completely honest. Yeah, you're like, you could pay the rent. You can definitely pay the rent. <laughs> a one bedroom that you were going to pay for anyway, why are you having me pay? Yeah, That's how fair. I feel. Very fair. <laughs> yeah. So I completely understand. And if you're a guy that's very money forward, don't be shocked that someone is having that mindset. 
Yeah, that's true. A lot of guys do lead with their... Yeah. Honestly, that's another thing too is if you're a guy who leads with your money as an enticing factor about yourself because a lot of men do this. They do. They do lead with their money. Yeah. You cannot then turn around and be asking somebody right. to chip in. And it's they lead with their money because most of the time they don't have a lot to offer. <laughs> Maybe your height's missing. Maybe there's no personality. So when you bag a bad bitch and she's requiring that, that's not weird to them. That's why I'm... Girls maximize on everything. <laughs> yeah. See, I Do told it all. you, we could literally go on on these for so long. Yeah, please. Okay, the next one, next red flag is when they don't have a LinkedIn. Oh my God. This is Rachel's. And the reason why I have this as a red flag, because LinkedIn is one of the basic things that you do in undergrad. They make you make one. So the moment I don't see one, and I know you graduated, it's showing me laziness. Sorry. Um, it's showing me, what the hell are you doing career-wise? I need to be able to see your career portfolio. Instagram only shows me the Lux version of your high life, your day-to-day, your gym. I need to see career. And maybe this is your wake-up call if you don't have one. Get one. Don't make it. They're actually really easy. I need to see what is going on. LinkedIn is showing me currently, do you have a job? Are promotions coming up for you? Let me just see it all. Like I mean, it's a great source. Um, so please, exactly. <laughs> that's a red flag when a guy does not even have a basic LinkedIn. It's not saying I need you to post updates. Do oh my gosh, after this many years, I got this. I don't really care about that. Yeah, but I do need to see that there's some history there, so we can all be on the same page. Very true. Very true. Um, the next one is. Oh, I put this one down. When they explain their job to you or they're an over-explainer. Oh, my gosh. Basically, this is mansplaining is what we're talking about. It's a big red flag to Mm -hmm. me because at the root of that is the fact that they don't think you can understand it or that they don't think you already know (laughs) know what being a consultant is. I'm so sorry. Everybody knows what that is. Yeah, I know what stocks are. Yes, thank you for explaining what the stock market is. I really appreciate that. Annoying. That's a big red flag to me because it's showing a dominant layer that I cannot give to you. (laughs) And it's just so, it's very rude to me when guys explain like basic concepts Mm. because I'm like, (laughs) although I will say I didn't know what NFT was. Okay, but I got that explained to me. That's fair. But other things that are very simple. Don't do not do that. Or like, you know I know. Also, like, I'm very open when I don't know things. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's talking about something and I don't know what it is, I'll straight up ask them. I don't care. I don't, I'm not really a person that's going to act mm-hmm. like I know it. So that's my thing, too, is you'll know if I need you to explain mm-hmm. something. I will ask you because I don't have that weird ego thing where I can't yes. admit where I don't know something. I'll right. straight up ask you. So in that situation, yeah, explain it to me. But if I haven't asked, I know what it is. Right. You don't need to explain it to me. Right. And another over-explaining thing, it's a little different from explanation, but like, if I ask you a question as my partner, and you have over-exhausted me, over-explained, a simple question of like, where were you? <laughs> my red flag is up. Yes. It's over-explaining so up because is so, yeah. You're, to me, when you have to over-explain narratives, you're trying to cover tracks for any questions that may come. In it's, my crazy analytical It's mind, like when you ask somebody, like, what happened, or like, how was your night, or mm-hmm. like, where were you, da 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 and then right. they tell you a 30-minute story, I'm confused. Yeah, me too. I'm like, wow, why are there so many random Like, I expect it from my friends, but my man, and no. especially because I know you're straight to the point most of the time, that over-explaining to me is going to ask me, and I'm going to start creeping. They're trying to cover. <laughs> they're trying to cover What was that about? Exactly. So that's a red freaking flag to me. Big red flag. Um, 
can't dress. That oh. was a red flag. Oh my god, that's such a red flag. It's I'm very so self-explanatory. Sorry. If you're still wearing harachis, oh my god. Um, yeah. The dressing one obviously was really me because like I know it can be fixed, but like that is something that is really standing out to me because I'm not really looking at a man's beauty. Mm. I'm, I really need to see how you put yourself together. Like, yeah, do you match my package. fly? Like, do you have taste? Because then I'm going to wonder, like, you know, I don't know. I just, yeah. Like, the dressing to me is is a red flag if you can't somewhat put things together. Because, like, even my brother is very hip with it. Like, he's fly. Like, all my cousins. You know, like, I just, like... It won't match for me. I'm sorry. That's a red flag. It's just sometimes, too, like, there are certain outfits where it's, like, if you see a guy wearing them, you can never look at them the same way. Cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Flip-flops in 30 degrees. Get better. Yeah. Do better. Please, Facts. I'm begging you. Yeah, because I've, I've done both tricks. So I've had someone who, I've dated someone who cannot dress to save his life. I mean, he was still wearing South Pole in 2018. Oh, wait. Actually, can I give a contrast to this, though? <laughs> A big red flag for me is somebody who is like a hype beast. I actually can't do that. And I, I don't know if you're going to agree with this or not, but I'm so sorry. Like, there's a level for me where if the guy is really obsessed with like having like a certain pair of shoes mm-hmm. or like dressing a certain way. Mm-hmm. I think I just, because I think it's because I'm so not like that, that I yeah. just get a little bit like, I can't get on your level with this. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't, I personally. That's what I'm saying. Like I think it. we're different on if this. If you have hype beast money, I want you to be hype beast. But when we're picking shoes over rent, that's questionable. Yeah, that that's a weird yeah. one. Yeah. That's a weird that's one. That's the one for me. Like, if, if you don't have your priorities straight, I like someone who's financially able to be a hype beast. I think I would still be a little. Really? Because I like that you think about these things because if I'm asking you, does this look correct? I need to have full confidence in what you're saying. I don't know. I like... But that's what I'm saying. It's very reflective of us. Yeah, exactly. that's very... You're so into it. Mm -hmm. And I'm so... Like, I'm not like... like, I'm not not into clothes. I just don't get as into trends, I guess would be the word. So then for me, it's like... They're like... I'm like, I, I don't want to be going on, like, these hype beast quests for these clothing items. Like, I would be oh, so bored. Oh, I don't want to I would that. be so bored. I would be bored, too, because I'm not a sneakerhead like that. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. But I just want you to have some mental ability to be able to put an outfit together. Absolutely. I yeah, can agree with that. Please. 100%. No, I want them to dress well. Yeah. I just don't think I'd be, like, into it if they were, like, such a hype person. Yeah. That South Pole 2018 should have been a red flag, but, you know. Love makes you do crazy things. Very true. (laughs) All right. The next red flag is over texting. And then I put a caveat in here of emojis. Yeah. I don't mind emojis then in good taste. But over texting, like, we are all busy. You're responsible to get answered when it does. There's no need for five texts. If you've texted me good morning and I still have not responded, let that good morning sit. And yeah, I think it's this gonna is come back. especially relevant in the dating phase because I feel like once you get into a relationship with somebody, you're gonna establish like how often you text each other, and that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Like you'll you'll have your own little pattern for that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know somebody that well yet, and you're just dating them, and they're over texting you, mm-hmm. huge red flag. Yeah, hundred percent. Because it's also like, why? And 
are you not busy? Are you not busy? <laughs> I'm like, what Why? are you doing? I hate when people over text because they often ask a lot of questions about like, what are you doing? Like, da da da. I'm like, well, don't. I would want to tell you this when I see you on the date. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to narrate my whole day to you, and then go on the date and have. Then what do we talk about? Yeah, not a damn thing. I understand completely. It's just long. It's forced. It's annoying. It also feels like they're laying it on thick, and I feel like it's very misleading when guys do that because a lot of the times, like. I, I think guys do this a lot. They'll like over text girls, but it's not indicative of interest at all. No, they're just like... They're just trying, doing it. Yeah, exactly. They're just doing it. Exactly. And I'm probably going to be like, well, why are you texting me so much if you mm-hmm. don't even care? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel that. I feel that. 100%. The emojis thing for me is actually a really big one. If mm-hmm. somebody uses an emoji... Hates emojis. I hate them. If you are using an emoji in a... Te- in certain situations, mm-hmm. if you're using an emoji in a text message with me, do not be surprised if you never hear from me again. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, it won't happen. I don't believe in them. I will use them with my friends and occasionally on an Insta story. I will never, ever send an emoji to a guy that I'm talking to. I'm so, I just can't. <laughs> I, I send emojis all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, all the time. <laughs> I've, been, I've been like this since you met me, though. I know, I know. She has, she has. <laughs> I've just always been it's like, I can't. like, only stories. It's a big ick for me. It's a big ick. I love them. They're just like, it really shows my emotions, because I really put a lot of heart into <laughs> my, my emojis, I swear. Like, I try to find the ones I'm really thinking. Like, if you're seeing the laughing one, I'm really laughing. Like, No, I, I think do. I picture people making the face, and then I can't do it anymore. I'm, I'm like, like, no. I know. It can be a little ick, though, especially if you're not really into that person either. Oh, yeah, like, that's the worst. Too much. If somebody ever sends you the 100 emoji, you have to leave. I'm so sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think that's actually my cutoff. <laughs> I won't like it. <laughs> the 100 emoji or the flexing arm? Don't ever flex on me. No. <laughs> leave that in. Only ironically. That. Yeah, yeah. That's actually, different. every so often, mm-hmm. once in a blue moon, right. an ironic emoji will fly with me. Yeah, I Never agree. send me a real emoji. I agree. I agree. All right. Next red flag is if they're too easy. Mm. Mm. Rachel, you put this one down. They've been around the block. They've been around. They've been around town. There's like a certain essence that you'll kind of know, like if he's for the streets. And I, and I say that with, I don't want to know too much about you, and I've never met you. That to me, I don't want to bring your name you up have already heard to them. a group, yeah. and it's met with silence or you know just lots of stories behind it i don't love that true um yeah we try to stay clear of that one yeah that's a red flag to me especially if it's nothing positive um yeah it's just not a good look it's hard too because if somebody has already like been doing their thing with everybody like then those people are going to have opinions they're going to want to tell you their Mm -hmm. opinions and it just never really goes well. I feel like once other people start introducing their opinions into the conversation, like you're going to be affected and things are probably going to end anyways, in my opinion. Mm, that's fair. Like as in if you are talking to somebody and then you say it to your group of friends and they are all, all already have opinions on that person, yeah, it's true. really hard on your part to keep going because you have to basically decide to ignore your friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you just have to make the decision. If there's someone who's already been with everybody or like screwed over everybody and you're thinking you're going to be the one that that doesn't happen to, I would just say like be very careful because... Yeah. 
it's gonna be hard for you to keep persisting when your friends are not necessarily backing you up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like having like a second, you know, person there to like encourage you. But I, I get that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a red flag. Like if he's for the streets, babes, just leave him there. The streets will take good care of him. They got him. Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's do some green ones. Yeah. Okay, so a green flag is. You said, Rachel wrote this one down as, baby, where do you want to go? Yeah, babes, where are we going? Baby, where, where's the next destination? That is my love language, number one. Number two, that is such a green flag because you know me well. Yeah. And you know your audience well. Like, or even if it's as simple as something local, like, babe, where do you want to go eat? Where do you want to get drinks? Um, what purse have you been looking at? Oh, my God. I really like when I don't have I to make it. the plan. Yeah, like I, I, like I literally want someone who takes initiative. That's such a red, our uh, green flag. It's very frustrating mm-hmm. to have to be the person who comes up with like, where are we gonna eat? Where are yeah. we gonna? Yeah, I don't like that. Like, damn, you don't want to hang out with me? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I do want someone who knows me well enough yeah. to like, or actually cares enough mm-hmm. to put in the time to be like. Hey, I I'm gonna let's hang out. This is where we're going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, and then it's somewhere you like because they thought about it. Yeah, they thought about it. They know what you like. Mm-hmm. Also, like indecisiveness is another trait that I just can't get down with. I don't oh, like yeah. indecisiveness because, yeah. to be honest, like I can be indecisive. I'm so very I indecisive. I need someone who's the opposite. Okay, gotcha. And so like especially even with just like little things like making plans or where are we going? Mm-hmm. You know, I want yeah. them to already have an idea. Yeah. I'll shoot it down if I don't like it, but mm-hmm. at least. They already Make the made the plan. decision. Yeah, Make I the get plan. that. Make the plan. I don't know that's right. Um, we kind of talked about this one, but a green flag is like someone who doesn't constantly communicate, like mm-hmm. just having that confidence. Just chilling. Talk to you, make the plan, see you there. Yeah. Confirm the plan, obviously, the day of. Exactly. But treat it like we're in the 70s when there was landline. Call me once a day at most. Yes. You'll see me around. Definitely. We also kind of covered driven as well as a green flag. Drive, 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 drive. Drive is so important. It shows you everything about a person. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like, I'm, I see multiple occasions where someone might be in a situation where it's a build bear or the person has no plans and they need this person to motivate them. That's not really a position, especially within our 20s, that we should be in. Yeah. Someone needs to be able to do that for themselves and be able to be very self sufficient and independently driven there is nothing there's nothing more attractive than somebody who has a goal Mm -hmm. and they're driven towards it Mm -hmm. and they're just doing it they're just doing the thing yeah that is so attractive i agree that is so attractive i agree um and then that one is also feeds into the has a plan thing i think Mm -hmm. it's really important Mm -hmm. I, i think like it doesn't need to be like this extensive lifelong plan of like by the time I'm 50, like, da, da, da. No. But, like, yeah. know where you want to go, know what you need to do to get there, and yeah. be doing it. It's a five-year plan because I, for me, and the reason, I do want to say this as well. If you are someone who does not have a plan for yourself, you cannot really have these certain expectations from your partner. Yeah. This is coming from two girls who are both getting their grad degrees, who are doing their master's programs, who are going into full-time careers or who are already in full-time careers. I know expectations I have for myself. I know what I can get and I know what I can grasp. And so if someone is able to meet me there, I'm not going to meet you in the middle. You have to be able to do and meet me where I'm at as well, in my opinion. 
guys just have, and I'm sorry to generalize it, but men do t- tend to be more insecure than you would think, Very. especially when it comes to money fragility. Sorry. So if I'm making X amount and you are not producing the same, most some men are going to be comfortable with that, but most men are not. So for me to save time and the stress and the fight, I would like someone to meet me in terms of means there. Yeah. And that and that's just where I stand because, because if I'm producing this, I need you to produce this or more. And insecurity is like not something like that's something that takes a person a long time to fix. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so like when somebody is insecure about their financial background mm-hmm. or their plan or how much money they make, mm-hmm. they're going to project that shit onto you. Yeah. Until they deal with it in their own time. Yeah. And so it's just really hard to like I don't know. I feel like that's like a whole other reason about why someone having a plan and being driven is good because I also feel like most of the time if a person is like if a person doesn't have as much money but they have their plan and they're driven and they're working on it, I think their insecurity goes down because they're just like, "No, I'm doing my thing. I'm going to get where I want to go." You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I do think that makes a difference with people whereas like I think a lot of the insecurity comes from people who don't have plans and then they're around you and you have like a lot going for you and so then that makes them insecure. Yeah, I'm not here to mope in your uncomfortability. So sorry. Yeah. How are you going to move yourself forward? Exactly. So I think if there's anyone, our guy listeners, (laughs) Yeah. but seriously, like I feel like the insecurity is so toxic, especially because it's like... I don't know. I just, yeah. I think it's so toxic. And, then, yeah. and one of the things you can do to combat insecurity is to make yourself yeah. a plan yeah. and then start executing yeah. it. And I tend to downplay even career-wise what I do exactly. just for the comfortability of others. And I don't know why I do that. I think it's just like in my nature to do when I'm talking to like certain men, men that I know that are like of, uh, I guess you'd say higher status or like somewhere in the same industry as me. I feel very open to say it because when you correlate what I do and the industry and people have presumptions and like it's either they're very uncomfortable they're very interested or they're like okay yeah. with it you know so it just depends but i mean as i'm navigating the dating well i just see how uncomfortable some people get who are not there yeah i don't really care to deal with it and mine is like the opposite i was talking to rage about this before we recorded but one of the things that like really gets to me is when you are a woman who works in like a helping profession mm-hmm. like if you're a nurse or a teacher or a counselor, like I'm studying social work, men will be so condescending to you about what you do because it's very much seen as like, oh, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. Right. And it's like, we have advanced degrees right. to do this. This shit is not easy. Right. And so I think that's another thing too is like that level of condescension. And this ties into like what is our next like green flag, which is like you want a guy to be your hype man. Oh my god. Like especially like I'm saying like I'm studying social work right now. If anyone ever looked at me and said something like, wow, that's so cute. I would literally lose my mind. I'd be like, you better be hyping me up because in order to be a social worker, you need a master's degree. Mm -hmm. You need to pass a licensing exam. Mm -hmm. You need to do continuing education. Like, you better be hyping me the fuck up because I must be smart to be doing this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or at least, you know, I'm a hard worker. So I think like that plays into it too with the insecurity. And I think guys do that from a place of insecurity Mm -hmm. where they will belittle women in certain professions. Honestly, in all professions. Yeah. But I just, I see that cute comment or that nice comment or like, oh, you must have such a good heart. No. 
I'm like, okay, and? No, I have a lot to bring to the table. It's not just that. It's it a lot of work. And that, I think that a lot of the time that comes from a place of insecurity. Yeah, it, um, it does. And I think, um, you know, it's something to take into account as well. I actually do have a green flag, though. Okay, what? If he listens to sit down with your ego. Yeah, That's a huge green big green flag. flag. Yes. Wait, we need to talk about the one I just said, too. Hype man. Like, a, that being a green flag. You know yeah, what I was thinking of is Mauricio and Kyle. And Real Housewives of Family Yeah, I could see that. Because I've been watching that recently. Yeah, That's they definitely do. Like. They definitely do. And I feel like by hype man, it's not like someone who's like cheesy about it, but just someone yeah, who's just, like in your corner. Yeah. You know they're going to ride for you. Doesn't diminish you. Your light lets you be. Yeah. Encourages everything you want to go for. Yeah. Doesn't diminish any goals as well. It's always looking at the future with you. Always has your back. Yeah. I feel like that's really always. important. Like, yeah. I think it's so crucial to have somebody who you feel like is no matter what, they're in your corner. Mm-hmm. And like, that's to me, like what a hype man is, is like, yeah. no matter what, that person's in your corner. Like my success is your success. hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. But yeah, no, I just wanted to plug sit down with your ego because any real. real, real ones, the real guy listeners, I know that's right. <laughs> that listen to our podcast are doing exceedingly well. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah, no. And I definitely think. Um, our list, obviously, everyone's going to have their own opinions about it. <laughs> we can end on a lighthearted Yes, one. and you can definitely let us know your thoughts on it as well. The last one we had, we'll end on something lighthearted. Ooh. Over six feet. Yeah. That's a green flag. Oh, my. Wave, 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 wave. I'm waving all the flags. Please be over six feet tall. Oh, my goodness. That is such a green flag. And to our short kings, you are still a green flag as well with your personality. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it would be very hypocritical of mm. me to say over six feet because I have dated people who are under six. I need them to be taller than me. Mm. For me, green flag is taller than me. Bonus green flag is over six feet. Yeah, fuck being taller than me because you won't be taller than me in heels. So six feet. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's like, that's a hard line. Sorry. <laughs> But no, definitely, definitely so. I think this is like a fun little thing to do because like it's always trending. What are red flags? What are green flags? I feel like it usually trends too more with women um, sometimes randomly. It's we have so much more to watch out for. Yeah. Just say. <laughs> and, um, you know, guys with their saltiness saying blah, blah, blah about a woman, da, da, da. No. Stand in your own truth. Yeah. Know what you want and be confident in that. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's like also like you can tell even from us talking about this, everyone has their own personal differences Mm -hmm. and things. Mm -hmm. So also be confident in what makes you happy. Like if you're good with what's happening, unless it's like a toxic situation, Mm -hmm. obviously. But if you're good with it and it truly makes you feel good inside and it makes you happy and you feel supported, like you're good. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because this year... We are saying no to the red flags and saying yes to the green. Yes, for real. And that's what we're going with. And I hope this episode helped you to give you some... Maybe it was something that you've already been thinking that we just reaffirmed or maybe some (laughs) new things came up. But always be overly aware. Be a Taurus. Be a Taurus. Thank you. That's like, <laughs> I feel like that's the whole episode is us being Taurus yeah. and a lot of things because we're so like this, this, this. Yeah, you have to be. You have to be. But we do want to thank y'all for listening in to our Red Flags episode. Of We've course. been excited to do this one. 
I'd love Let's to see your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. I really, <laughs> what I really want to know for real is other people's red flags. Yeah. Like, send them to Rachel's Instagram. Probably not mine because I don't check it. <laughs> but send them to Rachel's Instagram. Rachel, A-J-A-Y-I, two. Yeah. Send them to Rachel's Instagram. Yeah. Send them to the pod because I love hearing about other people's red flags because there is so much, like, difference between people. So mm-hmm. hit us up. Yeah. Um, but we can't wait. But thank you for tuning in. And we will see. Listen to y'all next time. Bye.